you are the one adding a meaning and adding a story and adding whatever the fuck you're adding to the number. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. I did an Instagram live the other night and I was talking about money and debt and just all the juicy things. And I wanted to obviously share it with you on the podcast in case you missed the live because it was a really, really good one. And I know sometimes lives are really hard to watch because podcasts are easy, like in the car when you're going for a walk, all that sort of stuff. So I'm trying to make more of a conscious effort of when I'm doing an Instagram live, um, also recording it as a podcast. Now, when I do Instagram lives, you know that generally speaking, I'm doing two things at once. I'm either cooking dinner or I'm like folding washing or I'm getting ready for the day. I like, I like to do two, two things at once because it feels awesome to be able to serve you guys, but I also like, you know, it's great to be able to make dinner at the same time. So this episode, um, it's a little bit echoey because the last room that I was in, um, the apartments here can be quite echoey because they're really modern. A lot of the apartments in New York, um, cause I'm in New York at the moment, so I'm actually in bed recording this intro right now and hopefully the cushions and whatnot are absorbing some of the sound. So what you'll notice is in this podcast, there's a couple of bits where I sound far away. It's because I walked over to the stove to like stir my veggies um, and then I come back and it's a bit louder. So you might just need to like just fiddle with your volume a little bit, but it's actually not too bad. It's only like, it only happens like twice in the recording. So we're talking about money. We're talking about debt. We're talking about money blocks. We're talking about manifestation all the delicious, juicy things as per usual. So I hope you love the episode. And, um, and I actually, this is a really good episode to share with your friends, um, especially in the, the whole debt part, because that's really important to share. Okay, so yeah, lately in the mastermind, which has just finished, there's been a lot of questions about debt. And we've been talking about money. Obviously, there's a module in the mastermind about money, not as much in Queen Al- not as much as in Queen Alka, but, but we still do a little bit. Um, we were talking about money. We we're talking about debt. Now, I feel like in Australia, there's worse of an energy. There's a shitter energy around debt than there is in America. In, in America, it is more normalized. People still don't want to be in debt, but it's it's normalized. Whereas in Australia, there's a lot of shame around it, right? You guys are agreeing with me. Awesome. So the thing with debt is that, and with, with money altogether, whether, whether you go in your bank account, hey, Brit, or whether you um, have the debt itself, is if you attach a meaning to those numbers, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're doing it wrong. So if you say, I have $20,000 debt, you can say, yeah, I have $20,000 I need to pay off. Or you can be like, oh my God, I have $20,000 of debt. And the two have very different energies. What's really important to remember is that it's just a number. It's just a number. You are the one adding a meaning and adding a story and adding whatever the fuck you're adding to the number. So, with debt, there is such a blessing about debt. Like if you have debt, it means that you live in a country where you have the ability to borrow money when you need to. 
That is a fucking blessing. Now, there is obviously two ways you can go with debt. You can go into debt for an expansion or you can go into debt for a contraction. Going into debt for a contraction would be like you're stupidly spending money and you borrow more money because you're like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm going to die soon anyway. I'll leave my parents or my family to deal with my debt. That's disgusting. Okay. That's just, that's not because of the debt. That's because you're being a bad person. Then the other side of debt is that you can also go, (laughs) thanks, Andy. Um, You can also go, this is an expansion for me. So with debt, you could also say, this is an opportunity where I get to borrow money. What a blessing. You're just borrowing energy is all you're borrowing because money is just energy. You get to borrow energy so that you can expand yourself to actually allow you to eventually pay the money back. So if you, for example, are borrow, if you're, if you, for example, are getting a loan out to do one of my programs, if you're getting a loan out to buy a house, if you're getting a loan out to get a car or go do your uni degree, that's an expansive experience. So you are the one adding shame to it when there is like no need to add shame. Okay, there is zero need to add shame to getting dead out, but you're creating a story around how it's bad to get dead out and how you should have been able to save money by then. When you put shoulds in the way of things, when you put shoulds in your life, you're putting comparisonitis in there. Comparisonitis is a killer. When you put should, oh, getting out of debt has been transformational. I've been in debt for 12 months for expansion. Coming out of it was scary because it left it left without for a while, but I trusted. And for the first time in years, I have savings. I know, and I'm so proud of you, Brit. It's so amazing. So debt, like, like for Brit, like debt was an, uh, sorry, her being in debt was actually an expansive experience. And of course, getting out of it is great because now you're not using up somebody else's energy. You get to use your own energy. That's awesome. Okay. Hey, Kylie. I'm so excited for Queen Alchemy to start and see you again. So I want you all to anchor into the question. Uh, let me just stir my dinner. It's super late here. It's like 8.30, but I've just finished my client. So I'm making some dinner at the same time. So I I want you guys to all sort of anchor into the idea of, am I making a money around the numbers of debt that I'm in, like the digits, or in my bank account? So you can like totally refer this analogy to what's in your bank account. If you open up your bank account and you're immediately like, not enough, I don't have enough in there and and whatnot, and you add a story to the numbers in your bank account, that's, that's, um, that's that's where the problem occurs. But if you open up your bank account, and you simply just see digits, you just see like 400 or 40, or whatever you see, you just see digits, that's all they are, they're they're digits, there's no story added to them, they're just digits, you are the one adding the story to them, and that's where the problem comes on. So I want you guys to really understand that like, obviously with debt, you have the intention of paying it back as well, so there's no need to have shame around it, because you have the intention of paying it back. Like I said before, if you had no intention of paying it back, then there'd be a problem, okay? But you guys do have the intention to pay it back, so there is no problemo, okay? And this is an amazing experience where you get to expand into your next level because you borrowed somebody else's energy, which is awesome. Use the resources that you have. Like when you want something, when you're manifesting, the law of attraction is beautiful, but the law of action is needed. And those people that are actually using the law of action as well as the law of attraction will get there faster because they're using the resources that have been given. As Tony Robbins says, it's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. Because there are resources everywhere, but a lot of us don't use the resources because of stories that we add to the resources. We add that it's shameful. I should be able to do it myself. Why can't I do it myself? Like debt's bad. Like whatever crap you have, it's not bad because it's there for a reason. 
Okay, so guys, jump, throw in some money questions if you want me to quickly answer them whilst I'm here. Super happy to. Um, and we can go from there. And actually, as well with all of this money stuff, is that if you have shame around money, whether it's receiving money, whether it's asking for money, you also won't let yourself get a loan because you'll feel like there's shame for asking for a loan. This is going to like leak into asking for a raise, accepting a raise. I'm actually going to go over this in way more depth in the um, masterclass I'm doing on Friday night, Saturday night, Saturday morning Australia time, Friday night America time. There'll, there will be a recording for anybody joining. Um, or if you haven't joined, make sure you get your tickets if you want to come. But I'm going to talk more about in there as well. And and even I can mention it now that like it all comes down to valuing yourself. And it's really, really important that you learn how to receive money and how to, I'm just going to plug in my laptop, how to receive money and how to ask for money. Because if you can't receive and if you can't, oops, hold on. If you can't receive money and if you can't, just one second, guys. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm still here. One second. My manager's texting me. She's about to get on a plane. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Okay. I can't be on for too much longer because my manager's about to get on a plane to fly here. So if you are, if you have not done work around money and you still feel guilty and shameful around money, it's actually really going to block you from asking for a raise or receiving a raise. So there could be a raise like fucking waiting for you at the door and you won't let yourself receive it because of fucking stupid stories you're telling yourself about the money. And that's a really good question to ask yourself. Okay, I can't put my laptop in, whatever. But it's gonna have to hedge our bets. Um, so doing the work around receiving money and asking for money is really important, or you will not be able to get what you want to get in life because money allows you to have more impact, more freedom, and therefore a greater life, obviously. Um, Sandy, I try not to feel guilty for spending money on myself, but I but know that I could spend that money on something else and more important. I try not to feel guilty for spending money on myself, but know that I could spend money that... Wait, I'm a little bit confused, Sandy. Um, I'm going to assume that you mean that when you spend money, you say to yourself, I could have spent it on something more important. There is always a line about like how you spend money. Like I was saying to my academy girls before, like if you're just out there like abundance, 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 and you're just living in this like ridiculous, not ridiculous, if you're just living in the spiritual realm all the time, we're like abundance, money flows easily, and like you're not being, and then, and then you're just spending all the time, because like it comes back to me, it comes back to me. Yes, it does come back to you. It's also a point where you have to respect your money. If you are just spending, 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 and you're not respecting your money, that's where a problem will occur. And so you kind of have these two extremes where like people are like chronic savers or chronic spenders. Um, and those chronic spenders are not, ex not actually, um, not actually, uh, respecting their money and they're not allowing themselves to fully receive. Hold on guys. Let me just reply to my manager one second. Um, let me just hold on to all that sounds. Okay. In your VM, did you mean biweekly starts next week or the following? Wait, the biweekly, what's the biweekly? Hold on a sec guys. Um, What's the bi-weekly? What's the bi-weekly? Uh, sorry. Um, have a good flight. Hold on, guys. I'm coming. Thank you. Okay. Um, so what was I saying? So you don't want to be ridiculous with your money either because not respecting money. And if you're constantly just spending, 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 that's also a bad relationship with money. Oh, bi-weekly salary. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's that first thing. So let me just see what, sorry, I'm trying to have a listen. Yes, exactly. Okay, cool. 
So I hope that answered your question. Oh, no, it didn't really answer your question. So Sandy, when you are feeling guilty about spending money, the first thing is like, why did you buy that? And if you bought it for like an expansive purpose, if it was like food, you, you, should, you don't need to feel guilty. You don't need to feel guilty about buying food because you need to be nourished. You want to live. You want to fuel your body. You need to eat, obviously. So you don't need to do that. But if you bought something because you kind of did it out of a bad habit or you did it because you were having a shit day and buying a new dress would make you feel good, well, it's not going to make you feel good. Look at my living. You get money blocks because when you're little, you've picked up little beliefs from your parents of either like love and money doesn't exist or you've picked up the idea that money is greedy or that you picked up the idea that like you have to save and that spending is really like dangerous or if there was a lot of fighting with money when you were little then you can become a chronic spender because money like to you money equals fighting so it's like on a very deep subconscious level and if money equals fighting, you don't want it to stay around, so you spend it all because you're like, get rid of it, get rid of it. Because to you, money equals danger, fighting, um, you know, your parents being unhappy and, and whatnot. So you you literally get money blocks, um, Laura, by living and by being a child. Because when you're a child, you pick up things from your mom and dad. You, you, you actually just perceive things differently to how they mean them. So your mom and dad didn't do anything wrong. It's just that like you perceived things the wrong way because you do, you don't have like a full perception when you're a kid, you have like a big, a massive lack, lack of understanding. And so because of the perception that you have at that moment, when you like watch your parents fight over money or whatever, you create a belief that like money and love don't exist together or that money equals fighting or that money equals pain or that if I, if I make more money than dad, than, than a man that I'm going to like get in trouble. If I'm doing Queen Alchemy, do I need to do this two-hour session on the weekend or will we cover that in Queen, Queen Alchemy? P.S. So excited for Queen Alchemy. I'm so excited for Queen Alchemy. So with everything, like, okay, the difference between, like, rich, successful people and those that, like, are not so much is that rich, successful people never say I know enough, okay? They never say, like, well, I already know that. So... Kylie, you don't have to do, you're already doing Queen Alchemy, you don't by any means have to do the dream life thing. But what is really nice about it is it's condensed into like a formula for two hours. And I'm not giving, in Queen Alchemy, I'm not going to give you like, here is your dream life formula for two hours like I'm doing in that thing. Like, like obviously there's going to be crossover, there's crossover in everything I do because I'm involved in it. But there's no module in Queen Alchemy of like how to create your dream life. There will be crossover stuff. You'll obviously learn more in Queen Alchemy because it's like all like, you know, like we're doing it for seven weeks, obviously, and you get one-on-one time. But what I would say, what I would say, Kylie, is that if I was in your shoes, and this is, if you really resonate with everything that I say and you like can't get enough, if I was in your shoes, successful people never say, oh, like I don't need to know that or I already know that because sometimes it can be the way that somebody words something slightly different that could change the game for you. It could be the way that I that I put two things together in that masterclass that gives you the most the, the biggest breakthrough that I may not mention in Queen Alchemy because my shit isn't scripted. So it really goes with the flow. So I would highly recommend that if you're considering doing the masterclass, any of you, that you do it, even if you work with me in the past, even if you are going to work with me in the future, because everything is worded differently. Okay. Um, and that's why even sometimes on these lives, I drop these nuggets and I'm like, somebody write that down. Cause I've never said it before. 
I've never said it before in any of my other programs, but it's just like come through in that moment. So if you feel the pull to do the masterclass, I would do it even if you're doing something else because successful, wealthy people never say they know enough. They never say that because I could word something a little bit differently that you may have read about before, but you didn't fully like comprehend it and embody it on a deep level. And then I might've worded it a little bit differently and it just like dropped in for you and it's changed the game. So even like successful people will buy a whole entire ginormous course, for example, and they'll only watch one module, but that module will change the game for them and they've got their money's worth because that one thing that changed the game for them. That's kind of like what I want to say about that piece, but I'm very excited for Queen Alchemy. Um, Do you think saving is important? Of course, saving money is important, of course. However, don't have the mentality of saving money for the rainy day. I save money for a purpose. I save money for a house. I save money so that I can invest in my business. I save money so that I can buy it, so that I can rent out beautiful spaces for my New York event. I spend money so that I can, you know, pay lawyers to organize my visa stuff. That's where I spend my, that, that's where I spend my savings and the purpose of savings. Can you see how the purpose of savings for that, for, for those reasons is expansive. A lot of people have savings because they're scared of not having savings. That is a scarcity energy. Okay. So you don't want to save because you're scared. You want to save so that you can expand yourself. Because the thing is, ladies, your money can disappear overnight. Like you look at the, remember that thing that happened in Greece, like where the banks or like something or other happened and everyone lost their money overnight. Your money can be lost overnight. So you don't want to live your life with all of these savings and never having experiences, never feeling expansive, never investing in yourself, never buying the handbag or the flight or going on holidays because you're like savings is important. Do you know what's more important? Happiness and living your life. So savings is of course important, right? But don't... Don't save at the expense of your happiness. You want to be saving partially, but you don't want to save every dime and never spend because you're afraid of spending. And a lot of us have grown up with a saving mentality. A lot of us have grown up. sorry. A lot of us have has have grown up has has grown up with a saving mentality, and a lot of us are afraid of losing money. Okay, because we've seen other people, whether it's on TV or in our family, become really wealthy and then lose it like that. Okay, that's not going to happen to you because money is energy and actually money is everywhere. Like I'm sure you guys have noticed that your bank account like or you never get to like zero dollars. Like you never actually run out of money because you either find a way or a way comes to you. So you never actually like even people on the street, they don't run out of money because they're on the street and people give them money right? Or they could go to a shelter and there's abundance all around them. You never actually fully run out of money because money is infinite. There is no such thing as money running out because all money is, is, um, energy. The currencies can change. Like maybe in 20 years time, or probably more like five, we'll all be in that Bitcoin thing. So we won't have like necessarily like cash and dollars and whatnot. And it'll be a bit different, but it's still a form of car, a form of currency, a form of value exchange. So as soon as you can see that money is just energy, that's the important thing. So I have savings and I actively save money for expensive purposes and I spend my money. I'm not, I'm not stingy at the expense of my happiness or at the expense of my comfort. And I was talking about this and I'll talk about it on the weekend in the masterclass of like, 
understanding um, what you value the most. I was talking about some of my academy girls two weeks ago. When you understand your values, it also gives you a clearer idea of where you're happy to spend more money and where you're happy to spend less money. Because like my, like where I spend more money could be different to where you spend more money. And that's what's like really important so that you're, you make sure that you're spending money in ways that make you feel good, not necessarily the way that makes your best friend feel good. Okay, I'm glad you understand that. Amazing. Kylie, where can I find the times, etc.? as I've got work, so I might not be available at that time, and I'm definitely feeling the pull. Awesome, Kylie. So there's going to be a recording, and when you sign up for the masterclass, Kylie, you'll get a link to a Google Sheet, and you can, like, drop your questions. So I'll answer all your questions on the call, and then you can watch the recording. So don't worry if you can't make the actual call. Um, I will send you the link afterwards. And if you scroll a couple times back in my Instagram story, there's going to be a swipe up link as well from last night when I was walking through the city, there'll be a swipe up link. And that's the link to join as well. It's on my Friday night, your Saturday morning at like 9am. Um, I think that's the time it is, or maybe it's, maybe it's 8am. I can't remember. Um, any other questions, ladies, I'll answer one more and then I'm going to go have dinner, which is super late. It's 12 past nine. Very, very late for dinner, but I had a late lunch and I was doing my clients. Um, awesome. Okay, cool. Well, I will leave it at that ladies. I hope you got some chicken nuggets. Make sure you go back and watch the previous Instagram live about debt. Um, and I answered some other questions about there regarding money and I think that's it. Um, I will see some of you guys on the weekend for the masterclass. Some of you in Queen Alchemy, some of you in New York. If you have any questions about any of them, please make sure that you send me a DM because I really want to help you. Oh, do you have any tips on acting as if without going broke? Oh, 100%. You don't need to go and buy a fucking Celine bag. Thank you, everybody. You don't need to go and buy a Celine bag to feel wealthy. I remember, ladies, like, I'm going to get shivers. I remember this one night that I, like, I pampered myself at home. I didn't spend any money besides food. Um, and I created the most luxurious feeling in my body. And I manifested the shit out of myself that night. I still remember that journal that it's in. And I can find the page for you. And that was obviously the night that everything shifted for me in terms of, like, things in, like, another another world, another universe. Because I feel like that night I, I manifested a lot. Like, a lot started turning for me. And do you know what I did, Tash? I had a, I had a bath. I had a, a, a wine glass with bubbly water in there. I had um, set sexual music going. I had like uh, essential oils in the bath. I, I'm, I had candles. I made it so fucking bougie and I pretended that I was at the Four Seasons in New York. I pretended I was there. I've got shivers. Remember when we were little ladies, how we pretend things? That's what you can do with manifestation. Pretend, have fun with it, enjoy it. So I was pretending I was there. I had a delicious curry on a stove that was slow cooking. And I got out of the bath and I put my silk robe on that I already had from fucking years ago. Like it was, it needs to be, I've actually already chucked it out. It's, it's gone. Um, and I just felt luxurious from inside. It was nothing else from going on outside. It was from inside. Okay. Even now, ladies, like I, um, I, when I wake up in the morning, like I make myself feel luxurious from an inside thing. I visualize things. I'm on Pinterest. I get visual in my mind and with my eyes on Pinterest, not necessarily that I wake up in the four seasons every day because to me, I need a kitchen and I don't think that many four seasons hotels, um, have kitchens in them. And I like really value a kitchen. So like, I'd rather a kitchen over staying at the four seasons. Anyway, um, point being is, uh, 
is 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 oh and also i'm one of those people where like i do like to share experiences with people so in those sort of scenarios when i'm where i'm going that level of of paying for a hotel i want to do that when i meet my husband i don't like i not that i like don't treasure myself without him i fucking do i i stay very nice places but that is like another level where i actually really want to be able to share that experience with somebody else and have sex in that bed um so Tash, it's about the energy you're creating within. So you can have a bath and I sat on my veranda and I looked at the city, the view of the city in Sydney, because I was living in Sydney at the time. And um, and I ate my dinner and I had this big piece of paper and my journal. I just, I just manifest and wrote out everything as though I already had it. And I got into that vibration. So you can be acting as if without paying any money. I act as if while I'm here in New York being like, oh yeah, I live here. I live here. I don't fucking live here. I'm manifesting that I'm living here, but I don't live here. Um, so I'm, I'm staying here at the moment, but I don't permanently live here. I will though in November, no, on the 29th of December of October, when I come back, I will be. Um, so point being is that, um, is that, what was I saying? Is that you can act as if without needing to spend a single dime. You can go sit in bougie hotels and just get a cup of tea, which is like $7, right? And just pretend that you're staying at that hotel or pretend that you have your dream job. I remember when I was little and when we, we would like fly places and I'm just like flying an economy with my family and I would pretend, I fucking remember this shit. I'd pretend that I was like 30 or like late twenties and I had my dream job and I got to fly everywhere. And I feel like I still do that. There's still a part of me where I get on the plane and I like pretend like I obviously have my dream job, but I like really put it on and I really get into the vibration. I'm just like, fuck, this is awesome. And obviously now it's like I get to fly business class or first class, depending on what carry I'm flying. Um, and I get to really enjoy those pleasures, but that didn't just happen because like random shit like it happened because I really put my energy in there and I put my mind to it and I really invested in myself and I invested in my energy and I and I put the work in behind the scenes I really put the work in every day I'm doing the mindset work and I'm doing the energetic work okay um oh thank you for my podcast feedback um okay I'm gonna go have dinner but I hope that helped everybody the replay will be up and I'm also recorded this as a podcast you'll get it later once I edit it have an amazing day or an amazing night um I love you all I'm grateful for all of you that joined and I'll see some of you on the weekend for the masterclass or in one of my programs bye well ladies I hope you enjoyed that podcast because I sure as shit did and I feel like there was so many juicy chicken nuggets in there. So I really hope you took a lot away from that podcast. If you haven't already looked at Queen Alchemy or the New York event or whatever else I'm doing, make sure that you give yourself a chance to because so many, like I've been, I was talking about it in the podcast, right? Like money gets to be expansive. A lot of us see money as contractive. Like when I spend money, I get less. That's how we see it. When we spend money, we get less, but actually there is many opportunities where you can spend money and get more. And investing in yourself is one example of that. Even buying nice clothes that make you feel good, that's an example of that. So when you are shopping and when you are buying things, it's actually really good to ask yourself, is this contractive or is this expansive? Because the two energies are polar opposites and it's going to kind of shape what your money story is in that moment and therefore what you're attracting in and repelling. I will leave it there for today. Have an incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.
Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 